I've been having these weird thoughts lately. Like, does any of this make sense? Or not? Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm pretty good. Um, kind of exhausted. I've been doing basically rearranging the our entire house today. Um, but it does mean I'm in a new recording setup, which is nice. Um, I've noticed that every time you read the intro, you get a little bit more, like tired when you say that it's a mess I just, well i there, there are two reasons for that one it, it, your hunch is correct that this the plot of this game is circuitous and confusing and self-contradictory and that destroys me even though i love it the second reason is that mm, we didn't do a great job of writing a thing that you can say easily in in a nice cadence Every time you have to pause somewhere, there's no easy way to pause in that intro, and I just haven't found it yet. You do fine. I I, I just haven't figured <laughs> out how to do it. Anyway. I, I just pause before the last line of it. That's about it. Maybe um, I should do that. Yeah. Next time. Anyway, we're we're talking about we're talking about Neverland this week, because uh Goof Troop are are hitting the high seas. Yeah. Uh I'm unsure where this world starts because the first cutscene is just Sora alone on a boat and I can help you. Yeah, how does is there like a cutscene in the overworld map or that I'm missing or Yeah, so what happens is um let me scroll up to the top of my notes. Uh they fly to the spot in their gummy ship and then Goofy notices that there's a giant ship coming at them and then we see the pirate ship Raises a lot of questions, the same questions that Monstro raised, which is like, what constitutes a world? Why is this ship that's part of Neverland all of a sudden flying through space? This one actually what? constitutes more questions, but we will, yeah. I'm going to save that for a little bit later. Cool. Um, anyway, uh, so they are, the, the ship like rams them, so they are um, like spat out onto the deck of the ship. Um Riku's here, which um, we've seen a lot of him lately, so good to see him again. Um, he says he's happy to see Sora, and then Sora is immediately like, what happened to Donald and Goofy? Because they're not, they're not with him in, the, in their little crash. They got separated. And Riku is like, really? Kid, like, you're still, but you still worry more about the old dog and duck more than you are about me, or, and then he moves, and you see that uh, Kyrie's body, still catatonic, is behind him, um, and Sora uh, lights up at, at seeing her and, and rushes in, at which point Captain Hook, uh, the Peter Pan character, shows up, the villain, shows up and uh, stops him with his uh, claw hand, 
and says, uh, not so fast, no shenanigans on my ship, my boy. (laughs) And then it's a direct quote. For some reason, I thought I needed Uh, to write that one down. I don't know. I I also wrote it down, but you did, it actually is no shenanigans aboard my vessel, boy. Uh, So, uh, B plus? Yeah, fine. (laughs) Um... Why did we both think that? Was, okay, because it's um, ca- everything Captain Hook is says is so very important, bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Sora asks Riku why he is hanging out with the Heartless. At which point he says, "Because they obey me, or whatever uh, they because they follow my orders, something like that." Um, and he says, "I oh hey, I can do this now," and creates a sort of shadow Sora thing. Yeah, that's that's weird because if you can do that, why has no one else done that to anyone else? Like specifically build a heartless in the shape of somebody. Yeah, it's uh it's Kinda, a puzzle. It's a puzzle. And then sends Sora below deck uh, through like a trap door. And then he is rejoined with uh the the, the goof troop reunion. Uh we we get we get one scene before we get a little a few lines before that or because Captain Hook says uh, that the the heartless will will take care of like he's talking to Smee, the sort of lackey character from Every, Peter Pan. Everyone's favorite character, Smee. Yeah, and he says uh, like Smee is like, oh, are we? Is it okay for us to just leave sort of down there with uh, even with you know who down there? And then uh, Captain Hook says, oh, the the heartless will will take care of him. Um, and then he hears the the ticking of the the watch that was on it, it what is it in peter pan it's like captain hook's I, hand had a watch on it or like a pocket watch and then the crocodile it? ate it and so whenever the crocodile is around it it makes a ticking sound and he hears that and smee can't hear it and it's a whole like uh moby dick white whale scenario yeah that makes more sense than what i thought it was because i thought just completely unrelated to captain hook it had swallowed a clock i think i think that's the reason maybe I'm giving Peter Pan more credit. You might be. Then but it is. Due. I'm gonna pretend it's true because it's better. <laughs> yeah. Um. I th- I think that's what happens. Uh. Then yeah. Then as you mentioned, there's a reunion. Uh. Sora falls on top of Donald and Goofy. Um. And uh. Peter Pan's there too. Uh. And Tinkerbell shows up. Uh. Shortly after. Um, and then she kicks learned... Donald Duck in the face. Yeah. Well, what's the reasoning for that? Um, oh, he picked on he her points... for being jealous of Wendy. Yeah, which comes up again later. Um, then we learn that Wendy is kidnapped along with Kyrie. Wendy, the again the Peter Pan character. Uh, so that gives all of these characters a reason to uh, align with each other. Yeah, Peter Pan's weirdly skeptical of Sora. It's like I guess I'll join you, but only until Wendy's safe. I don't I I And then he turns a complete 180 for seemingly no reason. I don't have I I have certainly not seen Peter the Disney Peter Pan recently. However, yeah, he's like Oh yeah, I can say naughty words on this show. He's a dick. He's a bit of a dick and it's he's like weird. Why? Yeah. And I mean the more I learn about like the Peter Pan like Peter Pan origin story. Uh, the mythos. The mythos of Peter Pan. Yeah, he's kind of a shitty dude in general. The Panaverse. The yeah, okay. Um 
So yeah, he's he's not the coolest person. Nope. In its own mythos and the Disney version of the mythos, even, um, and especially not in Kingdom Hearts. He's just sort of uh, doing whatever's convenient for him. He does teach Goof Troop, uh, well, attempt to teach them how to fly, though. Um, so he has Tinkerbell, which the game spells Tinkerbell as two words. Is that true? Is that real? I don't think so. <laughs> but in all the subtitles, it says Tinker Space Bell, which caught me by surprise. Anyway, Tinkerbell puts pixie dust on all of them, and, and Peter tries to teach them how to fly, but uh, Donald and Donald gives it the old um, magic college try, but it doesn't end up working uh, for him at all. Uh, we see a scene with Riku and Captain Hook. Which yep, yep. basically is just them talking about um, leaving behind Wendy because they confirm that she is not one of the seven princesses. And then we also learn that neither Riku or Cook know a whole lot about why they're collecting princesses. Um, this also sort of answers the question we had the last few weeks about how much knowledge does Maleficent know uh, regarding who is and is not a princess of heart because the fact that she had them collect Wendy, who did not turn out to be a princess of heart. Um, must mean that, like, they can't tell unless they... Like, they can tell... They must be able to tell, like, candidates from worlds, but mm-hmm. not be able to tell for sure unless... Uh, until they, they see them up close, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder... That that makes me, like, hypothesize leeway about... um, uh, What's her name? Ariel? Ariel, yeah, um, Be- because like especially given that out that she's not, especially given that she interacts with Ursula, right? Like Ursula mm-hmm. is part of the cabal uh, surrounding Maleficent, so maybe like she told Maleficent, "Nah, don't worry about this one. She ain't." Yeah, but that Alice girl, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, what? A... Yeah, uh, this all right? So this scene actually it was earlier than this scene. I I a lot of gears suddenly clicked in my head, and I got really confused and frustrated about the rules of this world again um as we we sort of went into a bit of a tizzy with the genie situation um and then i realized that why can this boat move between worlds including hook and his crew which we only see him and smee but like they were able to leave hollow bastion and go back to neverland because this is neverland it has the rules of it and Peter Pan and Tinkerbell are there, but what the fuck? <laughs> like, it, why does it? Because it ain't a gummy. Vi- it's not a gummy vessel. There's no gummies. It's actually just wood and a sail, and and neither of those are flavors of um fruit gummies. Yeah, and all right, let's stack them up even higher. Why did we see it floating through the cosmos space in between worlds? When did they get? Yeah, and like how. And then it hits the gummy ship, and then we're in Neverland. I think we need to stop taking the world map so seriously, <laughs> because I don't think the people who made this game took it very seriously. I just wish we didn't have to do that. Like, I wish this podcast mm-hmm. could just be like, all right, we found a way to explain this. Yeah, like, everything. It's a recap show. Yeah, if we could um, just, pre- like, find a way. And I'm sure, like, we're far from done with the series. So, like, maybe we still yeah. can. Because, um, like, the Monstro stuff lines up like it's weird that it's a whale that can habitate its own 
uh, work. But, but there's no. But it's internally. It's it's consistent. You yeah, know? like it's, it eats you. You're a, there. Not a boat yeah. rams you into a world. I guess. Uh, it's a bit weird. It's strange. Next up, we have Smee informing Captain Hook that the prisoners have escaped. Um, and he asks, uh, spe- uh, specifically, you know, Sora and Donald and Goofy and Peter Pan, not Kyrie and Wendy. Um, and so orders Smee to bring them to his cabin. Goof Troop find the cell where Wendy and Kyrie are being held, but, um, just the last minute because, uh, just a minute too late because that's when, um, they are pulled away by Smee into the cabin. Uh, there's a like a mini boss fight here against that Shadow Sora that we mentioned earlier. Doesn't amount to too much. It's just a little boss fight. Um, after defeating the Shadow Sora, they sort of chase it into the captain's quarters. Once they defeat it, they find no one there. So, um, they they find a little trap door where. Uh, Peter Pan finds Wendy, and so he leaves uh, with her because that's why he was, you know, that's the person for which he was looking. Um, Sora runs into Captain Hook on the deck of the ship, who tells him that Riku is gone and he ran off to Hollow Bastion. I think the first time we've heard that location name, right? I think right? so. Um,. Uh, and he also mentions that it's where Maleficent resides. Sora. Oh, he also mentions that uh, that that he took Kyrie there. Uh, but then Hook has Tinkerbell captive. He he asks Sora to give up the Keyblade or walk the plank. Yeah, uh, because if he presumably if he just fights him, he'll attack Tinkerbell. I guess. Sure, um, and what's weird is that we Sora knows this too that the Keyblade would just come back to him, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> I guess, but I mean, like you, you wouldn't want to risk it because you've only seen it happen like twice. I guess maybe it was a fluke, and you know, maybe he's like, "Well, this person's powerful." I think. I, don't know the I think rules of I, who can grab it. That's true. He is small and dumb, but I think because w- I mean, because <laughs> I mean, Riku is able to grab it, and he has no, like. But explanation it, for why that happened but it goes back to sora I, I, like i think if at least oh, so yeah. far i think if he had given it to hook and it went back to him it would have been a really good setup for what happens next in hollow bastion um yeah but alternatively yeah he just jumps up the plate and it ends up being a good setup for what does happen which is the the flying scene um yeah we hear peter or sora hears peter pan's voice uh, sort of instructing him again how to fly, that he just needs to believe in himself. And so he jumps off the plank, uh, and but then flies back. Uh, Peter Pan flies in, grabs Tinkerbell, um, and then a boss fight commences. Uh, yeah. Um, just is that just the fight against a bunch of heartless? There's a heart. There's some heartless on uh, big heartless boats like little sailboats uh and then there's captain hook and we uh goof troop beats him and then the crocodile uh mentioned earlier shows up uh and oh wait oh i skipped things 
Um, I mean, you just skipped the scene of them getting Hook out of the cabin, I think. Yeah, yeah. So how it should have been is... Yeah. Yeah, it's... yeah. Peter Pan tricks Hooked into coming out by doing a, a killer Smee impression. And um, he comes out and just taps him on the butt with the little, the little stick. And then there's the boss fight I was talking yeah. about. So then he, this is where he's pushed off the side of the boat and is chased. Uh, Captain Hook is chased through the water by the crocodile. And we get Ansem report number nine here, which I forgot to mention to you. Um, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> so I'll pull it up. Is it? I think it's my is it my turn to read? No, it's mine. I'll pull it up. Oh, God. Nine's the one I'm really mad about. <laughs> uh, uh so then we we get a nice scene, uh, sort of uh, as a bit of a like thematic capstone to the world, where um, Peter Pan reiterates his message about you know believing in yourself, and that sort of renews Sora's hope that uh, Goof Troop can can save Kyrie, and he has he has a renewed faith that he's going to be able to do that. Yeah, Sora isn't super concerned anyway, like, even seeing Kyrie in the state she was. Like, everyone's super torn up that, like, oh, Riku got away with Kyrie or whatever, and Sora's just like, wow, I flew, and I can't wait to tell Kyrie." Yeah. <laughs> and, um... Yeah. It's like, meh, she probably won't believe me. Like, like he's completely <laughs> unfazed, and I don't know if that's because he's a dumb kid or if we should chalk it up to his just pure fucking outlook on the world or what he's a positive dude i think that's what it is then tinkerbell shows up and informs them that uh, there's something going on at the clock tower so we go there and it's the keyhole is in the clock tower so we seal that up got it can't can't let that slide just lock Um, him up so we seal up the keyhole to neverland uh and then we get a final mix scene here which takes place immediately after the last one we saw either uh, i think we either talked about it two episodes ago or last episode where yeah because i uh, think it was monstro which young, would have been two yeah uh young sora and young riku are uh, are just leaving the secret place the place with the door in in destiny islands and uh we see that riku sort of hangs back and as sora leaves and looks back at the door and there's a keyhole there now yeah, this is really interesting, and um, I'm sure it will be a good point of us to talk about in the next Answer Report episode we're going to record, so yep. stay tuned for that. Uh, I'm going to say next week, even though we're recording it immediately after this. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the present, Riku returns to Maleficent in Hollow Bastion uh, with Kairi, although we don't see her on screen, I don't think, at this point. Um, no. Maleficent warns him he shouldn't have done that, i.e. travel uh, between worlds without a vessel. He shouldn't just use his dark powers to do that, um, because doing so is going to, uh, might cost him his heart. Uh, We hear a roar outside, uh, which is, uh, we don't, like, we don't definitely know this yet, but um, it, it is, we will learn by the end of this game that that is Beast from Beauty and the Beast and Maleficent describes him, I I think it's sort of important ontologically, describes him as a a castaway. Uh, While his world was destroyed, his heart was not, and he followed his princess to them through sheer force of will. That is uh, verbatim what Mm -hmm. she said, and it's really interesting 
how he pulled that off. And so does that mean the boat is just very willful? Is that he, why the boat can fly uh, around? I mean, is that why Genie can leave? Uh, all right. So let's. I think. Uh, my my brain is literally just pointing all signs to the gummy ship rules aren't as big of a deal as it says it is, but also, man, we should we're gonna bring this back up in the answer report because there's some stuff in another game that makes me add to this conversation. Yeah, and to the point where I think there are lots of options to move between worlds, and the one that's easiest for Sora and the gang is gummy ships. Yeah. Because um, without spoiling other game stuff, it, there's a big fucking conversation to be had there. Yep. Yeah. I can't really respond to that until we actually <laughs> talk about it in the Ansem report. So uh, next is just Riku awakening some more dark power within him. And then we go back to the clock tower and Peter Pan tells Wendy that uh, he's going to go back to Neverland, uh, but that she can see him whenever she wants. And Tinkerbell is jealous again, so uh, she decides to, uh, in, to spite Peter Pan, I guess, uh, decides to stay with Goof Troop instead. And now she is a summon. Yeah, and also she can do that, I guess, to add to yep. our conversation. She can just do that. Um, man. <laughs> and she's like the best summon in this game, too. Like, I rarely ever use summons. Is that is that right? Yeah, I mean, she just pretty much constantly heals you for yeah. a duration of period time, whatever those words mean. And <laughs> especially like end game, if you don't feel like grinding, you can just summon her. But yeah, that I mean that covers the Neverland section. We definitely got through that quickly. Um, yeah. Is there any other? We, well, we got the Ansem report to read. Yes, I need to read that. Was there anything other? stuff to talk about or should we because like the answer report we're not gonna have a whole lot to say about until we record our spoiler episode also titled the answer report so confusingly Oof. but hey if it's the general theme of confusion of this show yeah it's, um, i mean it's... i can't think of anything else i think we covered the plot uh yeah. it just might be a shorter episode i guess yeah i mean there was like some very minor details of like things riku said that i like really read into on his motivation like he doesn't care what Hit me he just doesn't care what Maleficent is doing. He just wants Kyrie back, which I think every now and then his mm-hmm. real personality shines through in this weird dickhead teenager phase he's going through. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's just the same stuff that I've said probably every time we talk about Riku, where I cut him a lot of slack because I love him. He, yeah, he he's a very confused child who is very singularly focused. Uh, to his own detriment in this particular entry of the franchise. Yeah, so I guess I'm going to read this Ansem report. This is Ansem's Report 9. Um, and you said it, you get it after beating uh, Captain Hook? That is correct. Okay. Simply astonishing. Today I had a guest from another world. He is a king, and his vessel is built of the material that composed the meteors. He called the pieces gummy blocks. It seemed that my opening the door has opened a path to interworld travel. We talked for countless hours, but one story in particular caught my interest, that of a key called the Keyblade. The Keyblade is said to hold phenomenal power. One legend says its wielder saved the world, while another says that he brought chaos and ruin upon it. I must know what the Keyblade is. A key opens doors. It must be connected to the door I have opened. 
It's just so rough knowing <sighs> things that Birth by Sleep teaches you. Yeah. Um, oh, man. So this actually interestingly ties into the, the debate we were just having because this king... I wonder who that might be. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he also uses these gummy blocks um, to get between these worlds. And did we mention the meteor shower? In the, in another we did in the report. last one. It's it's all out of order, but I think the last one we got was number seven or something, uh, which or maybe it was actually number eleven or something strange like that. And it did mention a uh, meteor shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which so, we now know is a meteor shower of gummy blocks. So is that fucking? I think I might have asked this exact same question last time. You did. Is, is this gummy ships fucking beefing it? Or... Should I give my exact answer I gave you before? Yes. <laughs> We've seen, we see asteroids all over the place when traveling between place to place that when shot contain uh, gummy blocks. So presumably this is actually a meteor shower and just meteors uh, inside of them contain gummy blocks. That makes a lot of sense. I don't know why I didn't listen to you last time. Because I just don't remember I, that I at have all. a lot of great ideas, Joe. <laughs> I just don't, I didn't retain a single bit of that. I'm going to edit yeah. this episode that you're talking about, like today or tomorrow and i'm gonna be Mm. really mad at myself that's great (laughs) um so he opens this door and opening the door allows the traveling between worlds that's interesting um but doesn't why it's just weird because like how does he get there if i guess is that is that the difference is that the gummy ships can go places where uh, can go to worlds who haven't who's the path is already like, existing. Like, I, I guess what I'm asking is, it does a gummy ship allow you to go places where um, there is no open door, where the keyholes are sealed? Because, like, obviously, Sora can go back to any world that he has sealed. I'm is that because say, they have a gummy ship? I'm going to say the opposite. I think the gummy ship can only go certain places that it's been opened. Because we had... Remember how they, they had to find the navigational piece to get to the second half of the fucking game? Like the mm-hmm. gummy ships are pretty limited. Yeah, but 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 he definitely can go back to places whose doors he's sealed. Yeah, and that makes it less black and white. So I don't know. I think I think it might be that y- you need the navi pieces to know like where to go in this giant plasma sea to find new places. Like they're literally navigational pieces, as it would imply. And, uh, but otherwise, you can just go anywhere with them, even if the places, uh, the heart of the world, the, the keyhole to the heart of the world has been sealed, you can still go there with a gummy ship, but other vessels wouldn't be able to go there. That would kind of explain why the Neverland boat can still float around. That would kind of explain how, uh, I guess, do does, does he seal Hollow Bastion's keyhole? Does that ever happen? Yes, and but then also, never mind because how does Beast is, get there? No, he seals it. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. That is when everyone comes back to it. Like all the Final Fantasy characters uh, come back after he seals it, or like maybe right before. I'm not positive, but the the travel still is, I guess, possible after he seals it. 
at the very least because i mean again we can well, go back it's to just worlds conf- it's just confusing because they want to do so many things with the keyhole right like they want to say sealing the keyhole is what he needs to do to prevent the heartless from being able to reach the heart of the world and that for all but, intents and purposes is still true yeah but also and they and they use different terms but i think they're still talking about that when they say the door like is the, the, when they say the door of a world i think it's the keyhole to the door to the heart oh boy <laughs> joe i'm just saying like that would make the most sense in my head cuz like I, yeah maybe yeah maybe that's simplifying it a bit more than kingdom hearts is give us should be allowed but <laughs> Anything else in uh, anything else in that Ansem report we wanted to talk about that we're allowed to talk about sans spoilers? Mm, nope, but we're probably going to dive the fuck in in, in like 10 minutes yep. or a week if you're a listener. Yeah, I'm really interested in that last sentence about the different legends, but that's, again, tune in next time for us to um, spoil like most of Birth by Sleep. <laughs> You want to plug your stuff? Yeah, I should probably do that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe. Um, Ghost of J-O. And I have another podcast called We Are Watching One Piece, which you can find on iTunes, SoundCloud, or just about anywhere, um, where my friend Jory and I talk about One Piece. We are... Do We just did a recap of the first couple arcs. We're going to do the Alabasta Saga recap next week, and then regular weekly episodes on skype after that i'm gonna plug this week very random encounters the day before this goes up uh, so it'll actually be um already up at the time that you're listening to this we're doing a special one shot so you won't need to listen to any other episodes to listen to it we're doing it with a special guest an actor named uh josh hoover who's uh played played a role on walking dead he played a character named fat joey on the walking dead um, Josh is also in a movie that comes out uh, that came out quite recently called Logan Lucky. He plays a character in that too, um, and so we're playing a game with him. Uh, so it'll be it's uh, five of us playing a game called In Plain Sight, which uh, I mentioned on an earlier episode of this when I was plugging VRE um, before we knew all the details of who our guest was going to be. Um, so yeah, it's it's a weird cryptids pretending to be humans game. We're playing it with a cool guest. So yeah, check out Very Random Encounters. Oh, and I'm also on Twitter at the Travis W. So I guess that was Neverland. Got, Got it. it. Memorized. Memorized.